Hello, welcome to the self-learning platform by Dr. Shishma Singh. Today we start our Unit 9 Sovereignty with topic Asteen's Concept of Sovereignty. The legal view also called the monistic view or traditional view of sovereignty was propounded by John Austin, a great jurist in his book Lectures on Jurisprudence. According to Austin, if a determinant human superior not in the habit of obedience to a like superior receives habitual obedience from the bulk of a given society, that determinant superior is sovereign in that society and the society is a society political and independent. According to Austin, the following are the characteristics of the sovereignty. Sovereignty is necessary for the state. Sovereignty is one of the four elements of the state. There cannot be a state without sovereignty. If state is the body, sovereignty is its spirit. The state cannot alienate itself from the power of society sovereignty. The end of sovereignty means the end of state. Sovereignty has to be determinant. It resides in a person or a body of persons. To Austin, state is a legal order in which the sovereignty can be located very clearly. It cannot be the people or the electorate or the general will, since all of these are vague expressions. It is not vested in God also. Sovereign must be a human being or a body of human beings who can be identified. Sovereign is the supreme power in the state. He is the source of all authority in the state. His authority is unlimited and absolute. He does not take commands from anyone as nobody has a right to command him. But he commands everyone within the state. His authority is universal and all comprehensive. Sovereignty is independent from any internal or external control. The sovereign receives a habitual obedience from the people. Thus, the authority of the sovereign is not casual. It is continuous, regular, undisturbed and uninterrupted. If a significant part of the population refuses to accept him and renders disobedience, then he is no longer a sovereign. Similarly, a short-term obedience is not an attribute of sovereignty. The power of sovereign has to be permanent in society. Law is the will and the command of the sovereign. He is the source of law. Law is a command given by a superior to the inferiors who are in a state of subjection 
or dependence sovereign is above the customs and traditions of society they exist with his permission whatever the sovereign permits that alone can exist the rights and liberties of the individual also emanate from the sovereign and do restrict the operation of the individual's sovereignty sovereignty has the legitimate physical force to exert command and obedience and enforce its laws the power of sovereignty is exclusive and indivisible it is a unit in itself that cannot be divided between two or more persons division of sovereignty means its destruction thus according to austin sovereignty is the supreme power of the state that is absolute permanent universal inalienable exclusive and indivisible however these characteristics are not acceptable to the pluralistic who reject the entire thesis of austin in tuto now let us move to the next point that is pluralistic attack on austin's concept of sovereignty the prominent pluralistic rights writers are dr navli figis paul bronkor darkheim maclevier laski barker deguet crab gd h cole and miss polet here we all will study the pluralistic attack on the austin's concept of sovereignty with special reference to laski and maclevier the pluralistic do not believe that the sovereign is determinant according to them the determination was possible in old days when the king ruled with absolute powers but in modern times the political system is based upon the concept of popular sovereignty in which the government is responsible to the people who can make or unmake the government the constitutions clearly proclaim the sovereignty of the people but austin will not accept people as sovereign similarly the electorate cannot be termed as sovereign because both the term people and electorate are vague and do not constitute determinant human beings in the astian sense the task of the loting sovereignty becomes more difficult in case of a federation in which the powers are divided between the center and the unit and both are supposed to be sovereign in their respective fields in such a system the constitution is supposed to be supreme but it is not a human being and hence cannot be sovereign even in britain where the supremacy of the 
parliament is the basic law of the land the parliament cannot be termed as totally sovereign as it also works under limitations laski writes points out that the real rulers of a society are not discoverable the pluralistic believe that the austin's concept of sovereignty cannot be verified from history according to laski historically sovereignty has always been subjected to limitations except for a very small period when we really had a sovereign in austin's sense this was the period when the nation state arose and the kings asserted their authority this nation state was the result of the religious struggle of the 16th century and the emergence of the sovereign state was a vindication of the primacy of the secular order over religion thus there were certain historical factors which were responsible for the creation of the absolute sovereignty of the state and if we leave this brief period we do not find any example of absolute sovereignty in the modern times sovereignty is limited the only exception could be the british king in parliament but as laski argues everybody knows that to regard the king in parliament as sovereign body in the austrian sense is an absurd no parliament can defranchise the roman catholic church or prohibit the existence of trade unions therefore laski says no sovereign has anywhere possessed unlimited power and the attempt to exert it has always resulted in the safeguards in fact every sovereign has to work within the society and the society works through customs and traditions which are the result of a long historical process and no ruler no matter how ruthless he is can violate them it has been pointed out that internally the rights of the individual limit the sovereignty and externally the international law restricts the operation of sovereign power besides the concept of popular sovereignty gives unlimited powers to the people and accordingly the legal sovereign has to bow before them it will not be wrong to suggest that the pluralistic have a great distrust of power and those who exercise it that is the reason why laski objected to the absolute powers of the sovereignty to him it is ethically indefensible it is ethically wrong as it retards the development of the individual and his moral stature austin makes the individual completely servile to the state 
and such a absolute sovereign would never grant any liberty to the individual laski stood for decentralization and argued that the state should be responsible for its actions the state should also protect and respect certain rights of the individual without which the individual cannot develop his personality laski reminded that the state is not an end in itself rather it is merely a means to an end the end being the enrichment of people human lives and the position of the state will always depend upon its capability in achieving this end we will continue this topic in our next lecture here we want to wind up today's lecture thank you so much for your attention